Welcome to the Social Chameleon Show. This episode was previously recorded on Facebook Live. If you want to watch the live version, head over to the socialchameleon.show or Facebook and search for the Social Chameleon Show. Hey, while you're there, leave us a like on our page. Don't forget to rate and review us on your favorite podcast app. We'd really appreciate it and love to hear from you. And it also helps the show get heard by more people. Now on to the episode. Live. Okay. We got sound. Welcome to the Social Chameleon. This is a tonight we'll be talking podcast. about ambition. Uh, here at the Social Chameleon, we like to have meaningful discussions on a wide variety of topics and ideas to help you on your journey towards self-transformation. I'm Tyson. This is Justin. And tonight's episode, we're talking about ambition. As always, show notes, links to things we talk about. Book recommendations can all be found at thesocialcommunity.show. So let's get started with tonight's topic, which is ambition. And let's start off with what is ambition? Well, be, before we get oh, before, oh, into that one section, yeah. it's, you know, before you get into ambition, you have to really understand, you know, what it is that you want to do, not what you're being pushed to do or not doing something that somebody else wants you to do. Yeah. What is it that you really want to do? And I got on this topic the other day about vision boards. Oh yeah, I kind of I caught a quick glimpse of your of your video. You know, too many people are being told to rely on just envisioning, cut and paste, and put it on a board, or on their computer screens, or on their whiteboards. Yeah. Uh, to give them, uh, to put out in the universe, to give them direction to, I guess, fast track them to their their dreams or their goals. Yeah. But a lot of them are relying too much on just the thought. They're relying too much on the book, The Secret. Yeah. You know, where you got to understand it's a two-part thing. In order to get to ambition, it's a two-part thing. Sorry. It's like a huge bug. No. This is a so, demonstration um, of the first part is, yes, you have to envision what you want to do. Yes. It is good to put things down on a board. It is good to hang it up someplace where you can see it. It is good to have it on your computer screen, but just by seeing it and not doing anything about it doesn't mean it's going to get accomplished. Yeah. yeah, that's where a lot of people fall short with the whole thing. They think, "Oh, I, I said it, I wrote it down, like I well, I win." It's great that they're building the right mindset on yeah. positivity yeah. and focus. Yeah, fantastic. A demonstration but of a horse, you know. A, in order for the horse to win the race, it has to run the race. No matter yes. what carrot you put in front of the horse yeah. or what jockey you put on the right. horse, you have to win the race, just like any football or basketball team. Yes. doesn't matter who you assemble for the team. If yes. you don't have a plan, yeah. if you're not game prepped, mm -hmm. and you don't go out there and execute. Yeah. Because it, people think, well, 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 I've been working on my plan. I've been you know, doing my thing, but I just haven't had time. That's just going through the motion. That's just yeah. like putting guys on the basketball court and then just playing at half their potential right. because they have no clue on what they're playing for. Right. They're not prepared for the other team, which is life. Yes. You know, that's why, you know, it's, it's a lot of things you got to think about where, you know, like coaches, they have to plan and prep mm -hmm. and have you prepared. It's a plan. That's what coaches are. They're the plan. Yes. They're the other half of the equation. If you are going to set a vision board, then you have to absolutely – uh, set the action steps. Yes. A lot of these people attend these conferences to be told the same this things that have been told to people for the last cast. 40 or 50 years. The biggest concept is massive action. 
10x isn't a new concept. No. 10x, if you guys actually read further than five years ago, has been around since the 70s. Prior to that, if possibly. not even longer than that, it's just basically saying, you know, how bad do you want it? I've read these concepts in several hundred year old texts. Yeah, and, and all they're doing is polishing it. Yeah, and just rewording it, creating, you know, creating a few things to make it look like yeah. a new concept, and everybody's buying into it. But unfortunately, they're not explaining what those 10x massive action steps are. You know what I mean? Yeah. If you really want to accomplish your goals, you have to first understand, number one, yourself. Yeah. Number two, what are your goals? Yeah. Goals pertaining to you and how it contributes to your fulfillment. Yeah. What, what's so important in your life that you have to set these goals to get this shit done? This is a if you're not doing that and you're just pissing aimlessly, pissing in the wind as they call it, yeah. you're going to pee everywhere. It's not going to be consistent. It's not going to be in the right area where it's supposed to be. Yeah. So you guys got to think about that. And that's where ambition comes into play. Once you have figured out, once you've gone through the self-awareness thing, which is the mindset, which is you know breaking it down specifically what your goals are. And there's a difference between breaking your goals down specifically and putting a vision board. A vision board, it, it, there's a fine line between that being reality and a pipe dream. Mm -hmm. Because, yeah, you're putting the mansion, you're putting the check that you want to get, you're putting all this, but you're not putting in the, the work and the thought and breaking it down specifically. Think of goals as kind of like the, those action steps that get you to your vision board. Yeah. And then from there, you got to break those action steps down smaller. Yeah. But you got to work through that. Your goal's got to be specific. I want to buy a house. What type of house? Where do you want to live? Oh, I want to make, I want to have two million in my bank. Okay, break it down. How much do you want to make per week? How much do you want to make an hour? What type of client? You got to break all this shit down. You got to separate all these, but that's, that's something for something else. Right now, that's leading all to ambition. Once you've figured out that, that ground level foundational shit, now comes ambition. Once you pour that foundation, yeah. Mm -hmm. You got to pour a steady foundation. Ambition is, is, is that unshakable feeling of wanting to get it done. You will do whatever it takes. Because you can't always be perfect. You can't always be right. Just like the line from, from the movie SWAT. Doing the right thing ain't always doing the right thing. Yeah. And in that movie, the, the sergeant looks at the captain and goes, what the fuck does that mean? Right. But if you think about it, it's actually true. You're going to have to make certain decisions that are imperfect or um, what's that word I'm looking for? It's it's not ethical, maybe. It's well, I don't, I don't think if you're, uh, I, if you're crossing ethical boundaries, something different, but maybe legal boundaries. Well, that's sort like, of like ethical. Well, ethics, in some sense. Ethics is maybe different. Well, it's, it's just if, if it's not. I don't think you should ever right, do anything. Yeah, unethical. I, I but, but if you're towing the line or it's not legal, but. It's for the right reasons. Right. Yeah, sure. That's one of those like, um, what is that? Victimless crime. So it's like, it's like unethical in terms of relating to law. The law, right. Instead of pertaining to harming another individual or something else. Right, right, okay. right. Yeah, yeah. So you have to understand that there's going to be roadblocks or things in your way that some are seen and a lot aren't because you can't see that far into the future. Now, you can sit here and, and pretend to know what's going to happen a month from now, six months from now, a year from now. You can pretend to be in a spot that you hope to be in, but that's not solidified. That is not guaranteed. 
So what you have to understand is you have to be prepared for those little things. But the question comes down to is how badly do you want it? That is ambition. Nothing's going to slow you down until you have opened every door, you know, stepped on every crack, yeah. did everything you possibly could do to get it cast. done without making the excuse. And if it doesn't work out from there, hey, at least you fucking did everything. Right. Right. But right. that ambition kicks in when you really want it. Some people don't have that ambition. They have the 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 drive. Right. But the drive sometimes gets cut short because they get tired of driving in the long roads. Yes. They get tired of the journey because they're wondering, shit, when am I going to hit La La Land, that place where I'm going to make a lot of money, that place where I'm going to find eternal happiness. Is a demonstration and they quit on the cast. drive. Right. Ambition goes beyond that. It's when you're sitting there and you're hyper-focused and you're just like, you know what? I got to get this done. This needs to get done. This is what I want to do. You have to understand there's going to be heartache and pain on either side. Uh, it's going to, there's going to be heartache and pain on your journey, and there's going to be heartache and pain by not going on your journey. And then realizing five years later, shit, maybe now I should go on this journey. And you just wasted five years, and you're going to go through five years more of heartache yeah. that you could have gone just by going after it. Do it Anything yeah. is possible if you completely sit back, analyze objectively how to get it done, and then knock down your resources. You know, unless you're planning to live on the moon, good luck with that. You know, first of all, your dreams got to be realistic. We agree on that, right? Right, yeah. I mean, yeah. it's good to reach for the moon. It's good to reach for the universe. I mean, you want to reach beyond where you've already been. Right, but in order to this get to that, you know, let's say you want to be like an Elon Musk and build something on Mars. You first have to... Get yourself in a position to be able to afford to think that way. Or get around those people that can right. make those things happen for you. If Elon Musk had this idea and tried to attempt this idea prior to him actually becoming successful, right. it's it's not going to yeah. happen. Well, even what, you know? the whole reason it's called SpaceX is because they didn't have money for the X to be something. No, right, right. But what I'm saying is... But I mean, he had wind up patching it's up like, it's like having... It's like uh, starting an idea that uh, is something that you would do post-retirement. Right, 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 right. Especially if it's a non, uh, what's that word I'm looking for? It's it's government funded. It's a uh, um, contract. No, no, no. These these people out here uh, that that have these companies where um, it's a college company. What is it? A nonprofit. Oh, nonprofit. Yeah. Okay, so. Yeah. You know, you got to understand certain ideas, you have to have other steps ahead of it mm -hmm. in order to get to that point to open those this, doors. Yeah. If not, those doors might never be open because of the immense hole that you're in. Mm -hmm. And most of it is people taking you serious enough to invest in you. Right. Yeah, or, or building enough capital to get to that point. You know? Yeah, Elon Musk could have fun and gamble because he had a separate hundred million dollars from the PayPal acquisition. Right, but if yeah. he ever had all that, he it would have been harder for him to be taken care of. He would have been seriously. knocking on doors that have been closed quicker yes. than he could get to the door right, itself. Right. So, like, are you crazy ass? You want to go where? Yeah. It's yes, anything is possible, but in order to get to that high level, this is a you know, uh, uh, bucket list aspirations, yeah. you have to scale it down first and build your step. To get to the top rung of the ladder, you have to have other steps you know, before yeah, that. Right. So you can climb yeah. to at least put yourself in a position to make an attempt to yeah. get it done. Yeah. But if you don't get that, that high-level aspiration, 
you just take that and you just start working backwards, okay? How do I get here? Okay, I gotta go here. And then you just bring it all the way down to like, what do I gotta do today? No, and that's exactly right, you know? Um, and move forward from there. Mark Cuban yeah. talks about that, this that in his meetings, he tells his guys, cast. throw out the most crazy, outrageous idea, aspiration, dream that you have. Yeah. And let's throw it at the top of the board. It doesn't matter what it is. And they throw it at the top of the board. Now he goes, okay, that's where you want to get to. Now let's start from here. What are your next goals that yeah. you can think of right now right. to get you to that? So what he's doing is he's saying, look, throw a point on the board where you want to throw your dart. Now, because you're focused on that point where the dart's going to go, demonstration of what action steps do you need to take? Miniature goals, benchmarks, it doesn't yeah. matter. That way you skinny it down because there's so many things that you can yes, do, but yeah. now you're focused on shooting. Okay, I want to I wanna build a farm on the moon. Okay, so how can I get that farm on the moon, which is two parts, right? right. From there, you start working it back down. You start scaling away all the crap that you don't need, mm -hmm. and you're right on point on building your ladder to where you need to go. And even if you don't get there within a specified amount of time, you're still in that upward projection yeah. to get to where you need to get to. A lot of people don't do that. It's That's the whole point of me talking about this right now. There's a lot of people, they just say, you know, I want to fly to the moon, and that's it. Yeah. I got a picture. It's on, it's on the wall here. That's it. So it's on Netflix. And then they say, you know what? It's They, 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 they talk about, um, you know, I want to own a million-dollar company, yeah. but then they go look for a $2 job. Right, yeah. yeah. That's not chasing your ambition. If right. you want to make 10000 15000 a month, you got to break it down. Okay, what can I do? Uh, it's kind of like those, those not bargain hunters, but those barters. Yeah, yeah. You're right, trading right, right, right. of yeah. Wirecast. Yeah. You know, benchmarks to get yeah. to where you need to get to. Yeah. And people don't understand those concepts. Yeah. I got a I got a good example for you. I have a um one of, one of my marketing clients, um she had a set a goal to do to do five thousand a month. And that was so outside of anything she's ever done in her entire life and any job or whatever she's ever had. She she was so stuck on well, I don't know how to make five thousand dollars a month. Well, you know shit, you've never done it. I was like, well, let's let's break this down. What is that a week? What is that a day? Okay. Now, well, well, I don't remember what it was. Let's say it was three hundred bucks a day. What do you need to do every day to make three hundred dollars? Well, she needs to get four new clients. So, what can you do? All you have to do today is get four clients. It's all you have to do today, and then tomorrow, four new clients. And you're not going to maybe get them the first few days, maybe the first few weeks, or your, or whatever. But eventually, you're gonna you're gonna build up that momentum, and then you're gonna get the first. One client, two clients in each day, and the next day you'll get three. Next day you'll get four, and then some days you'll get six. Some days you'll get three. And, and when, when I was able to break it down to this, this small number, it's like a I don't know, I forget what it was, whatever, a couple hundred dollars a day. And she was like, oh, "I can see how to do that." And, and that was the thing she needed to have that small mi minor goal every day to just I just got to knock this out. And all I'm focusing on is how can I make two hundred and sixty dollars a day. And that's mm -hmm. all she focused on, and that made that whole grander goal easier for her to do. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's just, it's it's a process, but you have to, you know, have a coach. And you need yeah. to have some type of guidance yeah. or, or you just have to uh, ambition. How far are you willing to go yeah. to not only chase your dream, but to gain the information that puts you on mm -hmm. track right. to chase yeah. your dream, you know? But, uh, and you actually have a definition here, right? I do, you know, I was... You know, I was, I was, I've been thinking about it for, um, since you sent the show notes um, yesterday, I, 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 I was kind of rattling, I, I had to rattle around some things in my head for a few days, and, 
and I did a little research this morning, and I came across this definition. I really think it really in, embodies the, the definition of ambition, um, and it goes something like this here. Uh, it's an earnest desire for some type of achievement or um, distinction uh, as power, honor, fame, or wealth, and the willingness to strive for its attainment. Ambition in itself may not be a key to success, which I thought that was very, very clever. Um, successful, ambitious people need both energy and goals to succeed, like how we were kind of just talking about there. Uh, someone with plenty of energy but no goals may find themselves pursuing one opportunity after another without success, uh, wandering, uh, wondering what it is that they were wanting out of life. Someone with goals but no energy may find themselves wanting to achieve success but, but not um, complacent to do the work to go about pursuing their goals. Um, and then I kept coming back to abundance. It was like stuck in my head. And I kept thinking about an ambition. I kept, for some reason, circling back to abundance. And that some I don't know what it was, but some reason that it's just been stuck in my head. Well, I mean, um, ambition can, can be good and bad. Oh, yeah, uh, absolutely. Uh, in the bad sense, you know, the last thing you want to do is run over people or, or burn yeah. bridges. Yes. Um, it is yeah. okay to walk away from relationships, Absolutely. but Absolutely. you don't want to burn bridges no, because never. in the long run, you don't know how that's going to affect the long-term goals of yourself. Right? You may come across an opportunity that involves that person yeah. again. Some way, somehow, everybody's linked. Or that's their friend or colleague or something. You never know what people matter. You know, so when we say do whatever it takes to get your thing done, there's also parameters and rules yes. how to kind of follow because you can, you can cut a lot of people and burn a lot of bridges and take a lot of shortcuts. But ultimately, that's going to lead to your short-term success yes. and going to put you further back on your long-term success. Yes. You know, it's a balancing act every single day on when to push and when to pull back. Mm -hmm. this uh, is just like jockeys in a horse a race. They don't just go full out the whole way. Some of them ride in the back a little bit to yeah. pace, the, pace the pack because they know they have a horse that can finish, that yeah. can sprint. But you got to know yourself. you got to know your dreams. Your, you got to know your machine. If you right. don't know your right. own machine, yeah. you won't know the capabilities of it. Right. Some horses can't be whipped right. the entire race. Some need a little at the end. Some need a little it's, bit it's more. Just, yeah. it's, a, it's a balancing act every yeah. single day. And leading back to abundance, ambition and abundance do go hand in hand. Because if you do it correctly, if you do the ambition part correctly and you network correctly and you build yeah. the right uh, group correctly yeah. based on your character, your principles, and this and that, it leads to abundance of of not only tools that you're yeah. going to have you know available right. to you but it's also going to lead to abundance in life and fulfillment yeah. because you're going to learn as you go through the process of meeting people and applying techniques and tools um on, on how to get to fulfillment is which is what abundance is mm -hmm. uh, abundance can have many definitions it could have you know, many different meanings for different people depending mm -hmm. on where they are in their life, yes. depending on when they thought about abundance in their life. Mm -hmm. Some people don't think about abundance until they made a lot of money, until right. they're in a position of power, yeah. until they're in their third phase of their life where now they're in the giving backstage. Now right. it's about abundance, but prior to that, it was about ambition. Give me, give me, give me, take, take, take. Right. Yeah. But for those that think about abundance prior to becoming this on that level, becoming rich, becoming powerful, 
it has a lot more meaning. It's yeah. defined differently. Yes. So, so way, best way I can explain it is somebody who is broke and trying to get to a better position in life, mm -hmm. you know, the ones who are going to find fulfillment faster are the ones who sit there and say, put me in a position to win so I can help other people win. Yeah. That's the early stages of, of long-term abundance. Right, and then you got guys who, you know, just let me win, let me beat the crowds down, yes. let me conquer, and then, then when I get to the top, yeah. I will change my ways. Yeah, you know, because I've already uh, succeeded. That's why you notice a lot more motivational speakers are out there that have come from million-dollar backgrounds or billion-dollar backgrounds, or whatever it is, that are now talking about their story mm -hmm. and trying to give back. That's their abundance. They're giving back their abundance of information, mm -hmm. knowledge, to younger people to get them inspired. Fired. Okay, but abundance has has multiple meanings and multiple definitions. Yeah. Kind of like success. Yeah. Not uh, uh, even though it has a definition in the dictionary, it's not defined that way for everybody because not everybody needs a lot of money. Right. Not everybody is chasing a lot of relationships. Right. Right. A lot of people aren't chasing love, aren't chasing houses, aren't yeah. chasing cars. It's really completely different for each each individual. Yeah. You know, so it's, it's all relative terms on how you want to define it, right? So, but abundance is huge. You know, a lot of these guys that are rich and successful right now that are speaking on these uh, big conferences mm -hmm. have come to it's understand that, shit, I can only run over so many cast. people for so long mm -hmm. before it catches up to me. Yeah. Because the world is changing. Yes. Not only in concepts and culture and not only in innovation, but in complete thinking. Yeah. And transparency, what you do, and, and and transparency, you know, it's the the shift has begun where it's no longer about becoming financially rich or stable. It's about it's kind of like reverting back to the the, the early nineteen hundreds or twenties when this people started to immigrate to here to America, the mom and pop stores. It's yeah. it's about creating culture. Yeah. It's about sharing and giving, and not so much receiving. Mm -hmm. You know, because of all the violence that has taken place, because of all the natural disasters that have taken place, because of all of the the infighting within countries and the outward fighting between countries, yeah, a lot of this has sparked revolutions, yeah, and sparked changes. So now, these guys that are sitting on the mountaintop are starting to realize and understand that, okay, this is a demonstration. I need to change how I think, or to me personally, I think a lot of these guys, this is just the second phase of their business. Mm -hmm. You know, because I operate differently. If I'm in the position that they're in, making hundreds of millions of dollars or whatnot, I wouldn't charge for conferences. Yeah. Because to give back, it's kind of like Jesus charging cover charge to come here and speak. <laughs> if you really want to think about it, if this offends people, I'm sorry, but uh, that's you're welcome. This is the perfect analogy for it. This is a demonstration okay? Jesus gave of back. Wirecast. His yeah. disciples gave back. They continued They continued to give back after he had passed on because they believed in the product. Mm -hmm. If we're looking at it from a business aspect, the message was the product. Yes. The church, Christianity, Catholicism was a product. Yes. And we want to disseminate that product to the masses, to the world. They were a business, yeah. right? Distribution, this yeah. and that. But... He couldn't do that without giving back. Right. So my thing is, you know, I get it, mastermind this and power this and power that. But at the end of the day, if we take all of that gratitude out of it yeah. and that, oh, I'm doing this because I want uh, abundance in my life, yeah. 
it's just a business. These guys are charging, you know, uh, ten thousand to just show up to do a speech mm-hmm. about something that they could do for free yes. on a video. Yes, and that's what bothers me yeah. about it. Now, you know, I don't know them, and their intentions might be different, but that's how I view the role. That's just me. This if I'm in a position of power of and money, yeah. and I really care about having other people succeed. Mm-hmm. And I'm not teaching a class. I'm just giving a talk. Right. Okay. If I was teaching a class, that's different because you know why? I'm I'm actually now working with you. Right. Right. And I'm imparting yeah. knowledge on you, but you have to fit my criteria. Versus a pep rally. Right. And that's why I would charge because you have to show me how serious and committed yes. are you to winning. Right. But if I'm just giving a fucking forty-five minute speech pep talk, yeah. That's just like me talking to my friends. This is what we're doing now. And that's what I would do. Is like you know what? You know, you pay your way to get down to the conference. Guess what? You're going to hear me speak for free. Come on in. You're going to hear me speak for free. Yeah. And that's why, you know, abundance is a different term for other people. It and is. I, I see too many guys right now, guys that I'm following, you know, because I just like hearing what they talk about. Yeah. Just to see how the landscape of the market is. Yeah. And what they're actually teaching or talking about, right? Mm-hmm. You know, I, I sit there and I follow these guys and... This is a demonstration. I'm seeing of through their. I call it bullshit. bullshit. Yeah, because it's like, wow, you guys are charging for every single event, and granted, you're getting picked up for all these different events. But what are you really giving back? Because that's technically not giving back. Yeah, you give a sticker, you give a lanyard, you give a hat, you know. But I'll be real. A lot of the conferences. your tax write-offs. A lot of the conferences that I've seen. Okay. They're making you pay for all that shit. Yeah, it's part of your cost. Well, I'm going to give you a free hotel room if you come out to the conference. No, that's part of your fucking package. I paid ten grand. I better get a free hotel room. But that's what I'm getting at is to get. I'm 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 just lost. Yeah. All these people, I get it. People are desperate. They're hungry. They're angry. They're upset. They want to make money. They're tired of being broke. They're tired of the government fucking them over. They're all of a sudden. Their ears get bigger, their listening devices get bigger, and all they hear is opportunity to make money by working for myself. Yeah. But I must attend a this conference. Is a demonstration yeah. I must attend. But just right now, for nine ninety five, you can get in right now. Right, and then they pay. They pay twenty five hundred to go there, and these guys are convincing them. You know what? You, if you're really serious, you go to the next class. You need to pay for this to come here. That's where the it's real not even a class. Is. It's you, you're paying to come yeah. to my conference. Yeah. You know you're gonna miss out on these guys talking. Yeah. Now, like I said, if it was for education or for actual not rules and not training, pure education, I, I hate when I, I, we've been to these things before. To to, to, to thinking we're gonna learn and and you learn this much, and then the rest of the time they're selling you on the next thing, the next class. It's like right, this isn't. What I came for, I came to learn, not to be pitched on the next class. And it's like, oh, the next class. Then, then that's where we really did learn. But you told me the last time. That's the like, business model. That, uh, that is how these guys make money yeah. on a third level. Because you got to understand, yeah. this is all a video game. Yeah. There's ways for them to make multi-level amounts of money yeah. off of other people. And it's not market. just multi-level marketing. It's convincing you because they've had some sort of success or because they're even because they're, they're all a bunch of group of guys yeah. right they're friends yeah. they're they're like hey i want to promote you this you promote yeah. me that yeah. and the whole point is getting people to these large conferences which is fantastic but think about it, it's like church 
Yeah. Right? You guys are coming there, but you're paying so much money yeah. to go there when that money and that little bit of information that you gain that's probably yeah. shit you've read about if yeah. you if you even attempted to read it this or learn about over twenty years that you could have put that money into your business. Yeah. Most of that stuff is fluff. It, it not only just fluff, it's regurgitated. If you sat there and you 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 really liked Billy Bob and his message, and you went and you looked at all his stuff he did, if he's anything worth a shit, he's got a bunch of good free stuff out there. That's first of all. So if you just digested all of that, I almost guarantee in everything I've been to, like 99.9% of the time, it's all that stuff I've already heard. There may be one little nugget. It's, a lot of times it's just kind of twisted a bit here and there to make it sound a little fresh and new, but it's all bullshit. So yeah, like you say, if you save that money and just went and did all their free stuff. Now these guys you're looking at and you're following around, whatever your industry is, and they're not giving you anything for free up front and everything that's worth a damn that they say they want you to pay for, I would run away right. as fast as possible. Because they're not coaching you. They're they're not, not. They've got this one little nugget of thing that they know and they've turned into this big whirlwind of shit to get you to pay for it. it and a lot of times you're scared they're not going to make money later on because they don't know how to fucking do it because they just learned this little thing and how to make money around this little system that they have. It's bullshit. You know, if you're paying for actual training courses, yeah. intensive training courses, let's right. say like a 12-week program or six-week yeah. program where they're really getting to the nitty-gritty of how to actually expand your business because they're dropping actual knowledge right. on you, that's great. That's what yeah. you would pay That's for. what you want to be doing. But yes. if you're paying for conferences yeah. where there's going to be 200 plus people. Yeah. This is a demonstration and, of why you know, they, they, you're not getting much out of it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, like, like this is different from Tony Robbins' events. Yeah. See, Tony Robbins, in his event, he's actually got a theme. He's yeah. actually working through things. He's actually giving you examples. He does not work. He's not parading 10 people, 20 people yeah. across the stage just to talk about how inspiring, inspiring yeah. their message is. <laughs> One that's time when I was broke, now I'm rich. Yeah, be like, yeah, that's why he doesn't do a lot of these big conferences. No. He does his own fucking thing, but you're working in his actual conferences. Yeah. And those people that come out of his Date with Destiny or these other yeah. uh, conferences that he has done over the last 15, 20 yeah. years, everybody's become successful. Yeah. But look at the small group he, he hangs out with. And does go to their events. Right. Those guys that he's with, the very few, go look at their stuff. They give away tons and tons and tons of shit for absolute free. And they want you to be 100% successful without ever giving them a fucking dime. Right. right. And that's the kind of people he hangs out with. This is a you know, that's the things you got to be looking cast. for in these things. Right. Just got to be careful. Yeah. I mean... Abundance, from my perspective, is being in a position to help others achieve. You know, whether that's free or paid, it's always being in a position. But like how Tyson alluded to last week, time is very important. So if I'm actually um, going to invest 12 weeks into you and teach you, you have to understand that there's other people that are going to want the same thing. This is a demonstration it's going to be painful because you have to show how committed you are to retaining the information. And trust me, if it doesn't hurt your emotions, it'll hurt your wallet. It'll hurt your fucking ego, too. You know? And that's why a lot of people charge for these type of training classes because you take it more seriously when it's straight out of your own fucking pocket and it's the money that's coming straight out of your own pocket. Yeah. So 
chew on that before you guys talk about you know going to this large event that's going to have ten thousand people there. Are you really learning, or are you just sitting there to get a sermon? It's just fifteen minutes of motivation. It's not worth it. And if you're going there to network, then that's smart, fantastic. But how many people are actually going there to network, or how many people are just going there to find out business information on how to grow their business, and come away for the first few weeks on this 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 high because they felt that they gained a lot of information, and then three months later they realized, okay, it really didn't gain that much information. That's why these guys come back around. Well, if you do this conference, if you do that conference, you know what I mean. You'll just you'll just get right into it. Well, that's that's like what we talked about before. That's how these guys make their money. You know, they hype you on this thing, and then you get there, and it's just this big hype, and then you leave. And you're like, yeah, great, I'm gonna go do these things. And then the next week, you're like, back to the same shit you were doing. Then then they come back. Hey, another, here's our second conference. Hey, get on the next conference. Oh yeah, that was wonderful. I had such a great time. Because nice. you're remembering the beginning and the end. You had fun. You had fun. You don't remember happening in the fucking middle. That's what happens. Yeah. It's part of what happens to your brain. It's a whole other topic. But you remember at the beginning and the and the, and the end. As long as this whatever whatever they are pleasant or not. But anyway, cast. and and they know and they know this. They know that you're gonna buy the hype. You're gonna fall into the hype because they're gonna use all these little tricks and these little things that get your brain going and your endorphins going. All this bullshit, and they're gonna sell you on the fucking hype again. And it's just a vicious cycle. It's just it's. And that's unfortunately, and I said, like we said, I don't know any of these guys personally. When you look at what they're doing, this clearest day, they're just selling you to fucking sizzle. There's never any stake. It, it's just event to event to event to event. There's no meat there. There's nothing for you to, to do. There's nothing for you to change. And the, the testimonies you hear is all bullshit. You know, if it even if it even is remotely true, it's the it's the one percent of that crew. That did something, and it's usually on top of something else. And there's so much yeah, bullshit it's, it's, behind all of that. It, they tell you to find a mentor, which is absolutely true. Yes. If you want to get further towards your goal, yeah. you have to find the person who's doing your goals now. Find a mentor. That's a mentor. That's somebody that's going to take your time. You're going to have to probably pay for it for them to teach you how to get your shit together and the necessary steps that. That'll get you faster to your goal and not feed you all the fluff. Yeah. Then you compare that to these other mentors that you're paying two to ten thousand dollars just to go hear them speak on a three-day conference. That's not a mentor. You can read no, their books. Not. Yeah. You can Watch their YouTube, on YouTube channel. Or whatnot, yeah. But that's not mentoring. That's not. just co- co- um, conversing with you. Yeah. And a lot of times, a lot of times when I when I've left those events, this is it's like oh, I get these novel ideas, and it's like, well, what the fuck? How do I? What's next? I don't know. And that's the thing is they don't they don't they don't finish the loop, and it's on purpose, because then you got to pay them again to finish the loop, which they never fucking finish. Or they're doing a new thing now where, okay, well we're gonna have a mastermind class for yeah. two hours afterwards if you pay another five thousand yeah. dollars. Yeah, just join for twenty nine ninety five a month, and you get exclusive access to. And then they ride your guilt, and it's all bullshit. They ride your guilt, yeah. and they tell you, but. You already paid the money to be here. Yeah. Now we'll spend a little bit more money. Yeah. But don't you want to get to that next level faster? All right. All right. For 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 nineteen ninety five, you can get to this next level even faster. I know we told you the last time it was gonna be fast, but this is even faster. It, it, it's you know, it's, it's, it's it's unfortunate, but it's such fucking bullshit. The reality know? is, if you're going to those type of conferences, yeah. you better be networking. Yeah. Because that's the only. Yeah positive thing that's going to come out of there is you're using you're spending 
$10,000 to get to that event. Let's say, let's say it's real. You're spending about three grand to get to that event, okay? To to milk it for your own business. And if you're not there to uh, push your business or push your agendas, and you're just there to be a spectator, then you are dumber than shit. Yeah. Because that money that you spent on your hotel, your car, your flight, and the conference mm -hmm. could have been put into your business. Yeah. And just done correctly. You know, if you guys ever watched Apollo 13, to get them back home, um, one of the astronauts that didn't get to go on the flight, he had to stay back and he actually had to come in to figure out the right sequence of power-up where it doesn't go over a certain ampage for right. them to get back home. Yeah. That's what running a successful business is. It's putting it together in the right system and sequence. Right. And it takes a person who understands, which is a mentor, who's been through the ringer, to teach you how to put shit in the right sequence where you're not killing your business as you're running your business. Because a lot of people get too comfortable with the thought of, I opened up a business or I'm a realtor or I'm an entrepreneur. I work for myself. I make my own cash. I sell this. I sell that. I'm my own boss. Fantastic. Mm -hmm. But what are you doing in between the sandwich bread? What are you doing? What kind of meats you're putting in between? What kind of sandwich are you trying to make? You know what I mean? If you're trying to make one of them $300 premium fucking Kobe steak fucking sandwiches and you're putting roast beef and turkey at, because you're trying to save money here and Marshmallow there. Marshmallow fluff and peanut it's, butter. Yeah. It's basically just this a lot of people kill their own fucking business because they don't know what to spend their money on. And it basically comes down to the mindset. See, there's a lot of personal development coaches. And I've been thinking about this the last, last few weeks. There's a lot of pers personal development coaches, a lot of business consultants. But what we are is we're, 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 we're mindset yeah. Yeah. You know, development. Yeah. Because in reality, if you don't have the proper mindset, yeah. it doesn't matter what facet in life you're trying to accomplish, what goals you're trying to accomplish. If you don't know how to work this, this and you don't know how to properly cast. use this, mm -hmm. then all the shit that you're going to do moving forward is just going to be leading straight to the dump. Yeah. Because you're either going to be breaking even. Or you're going to be flying in the red. You're going to be half-assing shit and giving right. up because it's hard. And that's what, like, like you know, we tell people all the time. It's like we we just want to give you the tools to do this shit and go. I I, I honestly, in the in the truest sense of it, I hope I never see you again. That means we've done our job correctly. You now have the tools to go out and find the resources, find the people, find the stuff, get the information to do what you need to do. Right. That's what we want you to do. We want you to guys to, to, to think, learn how to learn, learn how to do this, learn how to do these things, learn how to get the answers from within yourself or from the people around you, building the right networks, building these different things and, and, and bringing all this together so that you have the tools and the things around you within you to do these things and not needing to always. It's like asking your mommy for something or your dad all the time. You know, I don't know. We're not here to be that. You know, learning how to do the business whatever your business is, setting your goals, that is not your foundation. Your foundation is your mindset. If you do not have your mindset, which, which is learning self-awareness, yeah. mm -hmm. you know, really learning who you are and what your machine is, yeah. if you don't know that, it doesn't matter what you study, what you attempt, what you go after, it's going to be for nothing because... You haven't fixed the root this of the is issue, which is yourself. Wirecast. You're tired of being broke. You're tired of living the life that you have. 
You're tired of being in the job that you hate. You're tired of your businesses not working. You're tired of your relationships not working. It's mostly stemming from yourself. It all stems from you. 100% all the time. It's how you think and how you disseminate what you've learned or apply it mm -hmm. correctly. Yep. And you need mentors to teach you that. <clears throat> you know? This People who are experienced in, uh, especially with the mindset, experienced in that field. Mm -hmm. And that's what we do. Yeah. You guys have to understand from there, you guys can find as many mentors as you want on depending on your business. But if you're not mentally strong up here, you're not on the path to abundance. You're not on the path to fulfillment. You're not on the path that's going to make you ambitious enough. Because there's a fine line, like I said, between ambitious being having ambition and abundance and that fine line is mostly is greed of yeah. you know you don't you don't know what you're really chasing if it's uh superficial surface yeah. level mm -hmm. or if it's actually something internally like mother Teresa shit or right. jesus that you want to change right you know but the whole topic of, of the these these public speakers it it, it really fucking burns me up because they're not giving back. No. And so, imagine so this world if if they were to actually give back a little bit of their information. Just at least say, at least do what they're saying they're doing. Right. Just not taking tax write-offs. Exactly. That 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 yeah. Like we we've had this conversation you know a long time ago when we first were starting out, and it's like you know what do we give away? Everything. And, and it's like. What what are we gonna hold back? Nothing. There's no need to, because like you know we we talked about it's like we'll give everything we have. We have more. There's no need to worry about it. We're not worried about you know leaving a little to to, to charge for or whatever because we know there's more. We'll come up with new ideas. We'll come up with new things. We'll come up with new programs, different different things, and different ways to help. We know it's there because we know where we're coming from and where we're headed because. You know, we understand abundance and we understand the ambition. We understand the goal and the dream and what we're going for. So we don't, we don't have to worry about that shit. You know, we can give back truly because we're not worried about the the, the tangible material bullshit that that that, that that's, that's all, all that's just hiding behind. Because we understand the value of networking. Yeah, we understand the value of this is a demonstration. Getting value back for giving value. Yeah, yeah, and. We, we wish that a lot of people would be more like that. Um, things, their goals would, be, would get done a lot faster. It, it would be. I mean? And like, I, I like to say it, I like to preach. I like to, to do things and give and, and, and do without any expectation at all. I'm going to do something because I fucking feel like it. Trust me. If I don't, I fucking won't. But I'll, I'll, I'll do work i'll do things i'll, I'll give things i'll help out and i don't want shit back you know what i mean I, and i don't ever do anything i and and, and at one point in my life i i know i have i had i i did things differently but a long time ago i figured out you know, that shit just doesn't work you know i i do stuff without expectation because i know it's the right thing to do not because like well if i do this and I don't ask for nothing now. Someday, later on, I gotta get some. This no, that's bullshit. You start acting like that, you're not doing it for the right reason. Stop it, bullshit. It's don't do it. Right? You gotta do it for pure and simply. This is what's right, and this is what I need to do. 
and the rest will just work itself out because I know if I continue to do and give and better this this person I'm talking to, the room I'm in, the world I live in, the neighborhood I live in, if I continue to just make that better, eventually I know that shit will come back around to me. Well, you know, that, that's that's actually true. That's how you got to learn to live your life. We've known too many people that have not stated their intentions ahead of time, but have reminded us of their intentions down the line. Afterwards. Remember that time? I helped you the thing? I'm like, you know, and, and it's, it's, it's wrong. Yeah. But self-awareness. Yeah. Right? If you, Absolutely. If you're not fully Absolutely. aware of that, you don't realize how many bridges you're burning. And I, and I used to be like that. Like, oh, I'm going to do this thing. I'm going to help this guy out. And he owes me one. Mm-hmm. And you know that never worked out. And you know who, who was always pissed off and, and of me. Mm-hmm. It's like, well, what did you expect? Well, I thought if I did this, then I would get that. Who said that? Nobody. That's what I figured. Mm-hmm. And then who am I mad at? I'm mad at them, but not because of something they did, because of my expectations of what I did. When I stopped that, all that shit just went away. Mm-hmm. All that shit just went away. Takes realization. Yeah. Takes just waking up and seeing it, right? Yeah. But, you know, um, leading back to the ambition thing, yeah. you know, um, is a demonstration do you know what it takes to harness cast. ambition? Besides will and desire, I mean, what, what do you think it takes to actually... Um, I guess attach the anchor to the anchor, yeah. you know, to 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 propel you to where you got to get to. It's you got to give a fuck about what you're doing. It's got to be this deep, just burning desire to leave this earth or this thing better than you found it. Deep, and, and when you're and, and that's the thing, and and you can tell when people aren't doing that shit. You know, surface level. It's it is. It's it's bullshit. And then and then, you know, sometimes there's some people that make it, and then and then they have this false dichotomy of all. Oh, I fuck. I was selfish and I did all these things and I'm great. You know what? I tell you right now, I'm not gonna say who, but I know I know somebody that was very very wealthy and very very selfish, and is now. On their deathbed, a demonstration of why nobody kids. gives a fuck. Wow. And they thought they were slick. They were riding life high for many, many years. But now everybody's dead that 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 they gave a fuck about. Or might as well be dead, because they don't give a fuck about them. But they got they had money, man. They had money. You know what now? All the money's gone. They had to sell all their shit because they can't pay for anything. Because they burned so many bridges and they fucked so many people over. Of Wirecast. Just for a little bit of money, and it was all bullshit. Now on their on their deathbed, nobody around and nobody gives a shit. Wow. It's a reality. It is. It's fucking sad. And you know what? I, it's I don't give a fuck what you think about it. Think of me, but I just tell them, good, man, that's what you get. Mm-hmm. Did you think this whole time in this world you were going to go around and act that way? And it was going to turn out good for you? This is a demonstration no, of man, it didn't. Look, what, what's, what's it worth? Some money you don't even fucking have anymore. And all the shit you bought with that money is gone because you don't have any anymore. Mm. And the people that are around you and you knew and loved and your family... 
I, some of them are even suing now because they learned how to be greedy like your fucking ass did. And now look what you created. What was wow. it for? It was for nothing. A lot of people don't, this is don't, a don't think about that. See, most of the time when they hit success, it's it's the perception, right? Yeah. They want to be... They, they think, and this is just, you know, I'm just assuming... They think that by having all of this success business-wise or financially that people are going to love me. Yeah. You I used to walk know. around, man, the Gucci purse and the Rolex. is like, look at me, $100 bills. I don't care nothing about $100 bills. <laughs> and I just laugh. Like, when I was younger, I just look at me, damn, that's, that's, that's where it's at. It must be. And I sit back and I just laugh. I'm like, well, it's because with him, uh, you know, uh, you never – you never took the time to address the real issue. Yeah. The real issue was always trying to be accepted by others, but you didn't accept yourself. Right, yeah. Yeah. I was always trying to impress everybody. I was always trying to impress my dad. I was too much with my friends and prove everybody wrong. See that's that's the key thing right there. It's misguided is friends. Yeah. If you've got to spend an enormous uh an absorbent amount of time, yeah. Trying to influence these people this to like you, they're not your guest. fucking friends. No, yeah, yeah. I don't care if you grew up with them. I don't care if you guys went to the same school. Yeah. I don't care if you've known each other for 20, 30 years. Yeah. If you got to continually think about impressing shit. them, well, not only impressing them, but if you got to sit there and go, man, I wonder if you're talking shit about me. Yeah. And that's his case. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I did that for many years. And you know what? It's going to piss a lot of people off, but I give a fuck. I don't care. I've been on the outside looking at I'm good. My conscience is I go to sleep with it. At, at the end of the day, a lot of friends that he grew up with this is a demonstration of used and abused him and gave him this, um, this false sense of how to live life that if I become super Tyson, yeah. I will get these people's favor. I will gain their favor, and I will be fucking hailed as Caesar, mm -hmm. and I will rule this hill. And the reality is... Bullshit. Bullshit, because none of them were willing to talk this to him. This is a demonstration of why our None of them were willing to fight with him when he was being stupid. None of them, to this day, are willing to stand... By him, and there's only one exception, Dexter. I love Dexter to death. He is the one exception from the former living area. Yeah. But other than that, you know, I'm just I'm just addressing the people in that neighborhood. I'm not talking about Harold. Harold's one of our boys. Yeah. Those who lived in that neighborhood, the crew. This okay. Is a demonstration Spent of his whole guest. life trying to impress these people because he couldn't address the real issue, which is. I don't really need a lot of fucking friends. I know who I am. I know what I can be if I just choose to be that. Mm -hmm. And for many years, I tried to beat the drum on this <laughs> and tell him because he's the only one out of the group that had a job in high school, that had money saved, that's been around a business environment. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? That that forcefully, just like myself, lived uh, outside the limitations of embarrassment, yeah. <laughs> which means, in, in layman terms, we weren't afraid to make an ass out of ourselves no. because we already dealt with the repercussions of, of how bad life could actually be when yeah. people dumped their perceptions on you, which would made us very likable and popular to a lot of people. But there, there's a caveat to that. 
that type of relationship, there's a lot of fighting. A lot of fighting because is a demonstration of why because uh, he still wanted the favor of those that didn't want to favor him, and I had no patience, and I did things the way I fucking wanted to do it. But there's a reason why we're here in Arizona. Yeah. There's a reason why that you know this relationship, friendship, family is here today. It's because he understood. This is how it all ties in. He understood what it takes to live a fulfilled life in abundance. This is a you know, and I hope this speaks to you guys. Yeah. You know, we try so hard to make friends that we don't need. What is their value? Ask yourself this, and this is how dick you have to be. What is my return on investment with these guys? Because I'm investing time, love, uh, listening skills, energy, emotion, energy, emotion, yeah. patience. Yeah. E you know, even money. Yeah. On these guys, on these girls. Knowledge, I mean, the time, I mean. Fuck. What is it for? Yeah. You know, and, and if this you find out it's for nothing, then is it really worth guest. doing everything you're doing right now with them? Yeah. Drinking, partying, cruising, answering their every phone call, even though they don't answer yours. Fucking gossiping. You know what I mean? Is it fuck. worth it? Because you have to understand that the biggest anchor on your leg that's holding you back from achieving your goals is your environment because your external environment that's what starts the fire in your internal environment that's what burns all your dreams it burns it down to ash is a demonstration burns all your, your fucking bridges of hope yep. because you look around and you go well fuck I guess this is what I'm destined for mm -hmm. I'm stuck or most of the time you guys don't realize that these guys are my fucking anchor yeah holy shit you have to understand that certain things happen for a reason Maybe you're not supposed to be friends. And maybe certain bad things happen because they're supposed to happen. Get over it. Yeah. You know what? Move Two, on. Sometimes the friendship runs its course, and that's the end, and that's fine. Right. And you learn what you learn, you experience what you experience, right. and you move on. You're the sum of the five people you spend the most time with. Choose those motherfuckers wisely. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to add to that. I mean, like, like I understand that, that, that old saying, that, that old thought. Yeah. But your goals are tied to the five people that you cruise around with. Yeah. If you don't have goals, then whoever the fuck you hang around with is fine. Because yeah. that's what you're choosing. And, and, and that's absolutely fine. If that's what you want out of life, that, I'm glad right. you figured that out. Like, I know guys that are perfectly happy. They work their nine to five. They come home. They go to their kids' soccer games. They watch Netflix. They have a good time. They go to bed. And they do it the next day. And That's fine. This counts for family too, you know. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, if there's brothers or sisters or aunties or uncles or even parents that you just don't want to associate mm -hmm. with anymore, it's fine. Yeah. Limit your time. Because at some point, you have to have your own life. You have to have your own family. And you can't have those decisions being affected by anchors that you could have cut away a long time ago. Mm-hmm. Can't let those things hold you down. Waste Cannot. your time. They get in your head. They fuck up your chi and whatever. And I mean, the detriment is is so much. So, so, and to me, you know, the best the best way to harness ambition is to really know about yourself and what's what's being harmful, what's toxic in your life, and then you have to establish your standards. So, you know, like 
how do you how do you do that how do you raise your standards you know well you have to understand what your standards are if you don't have goals and you're comfortable living your life the way it is then don't bitch and complain about it that means you've already set your standards yeah this is where i want to be this is what i want to do this is who i want to be with don't complain Perfect. if you're going to complain about your life then you need to not only figure yourself out but you have to level up your standards yep. if you really want that better job fulfillment freedom financial freedom relationship quality yep. then you have to establish your standards your your parameters your principles mm -hmm. on what it is that you really want and you have to stay within that there is no cheat day there is no I deserve this I can't have one fucking ice cream yeah. no there is no none of that bullshit you guys have to understand that if you want a better life level up your standards because I see too many people complain about their lives and their jobs okay I'm gonna be honest I'll give you two examples I have one like I said from a while ago that that that's running a company right now independent company I'm not gonna name the company just started it and then all of a sudden the same day complaining that it's not working to find a job okay but right. goes out throws lavish parties right comes back comes back home the next night and complains about not having money right then I have one who is a career chaser demonstration of wire fantastic right and I've helped them level up their job or give them insider advice and they tell me this is the one this is gonna make me happy I this is what I really want it makes the most sense yeah. then they get into it and they're repeating the same gossip and problems and bullshit from their previous job and they have to fix themselves exactly they're not realizing that yeah your standards are directly tied to yourself your self-awareness if you are not fixing your own personal standards yes. which means I have to improve if I want to look better I have to work the fuck out it doesn't yeah. matter what I buy exactly yeah doesn't matter what I wear you all the spanks in the world it ain't gonna change shit you have to make yourself look better and if not if you're comfortable in your own skin you just have to change your attitude yeah you have to change your attitude I know a lot of, of big women yeah that are so working they work it oh yeah because yeah, you know that famous girl the big the big model I forget her name. Oh man! But she lives. She's on the bottom about it. I mean, they because they don't. They have standards. Yeah. That they don't allow anybody to penetrate. Yes. They have rules of how they want to be perceived yeah. and to be accepted, mm -hmm. and they won't accept anything less. And those who don't fall in line with them, fuck them. I don't care. Sure. Yeah. But it's sad when. These people don't see their opportunity that has been handed to them. They've leveled up their standards half-ass. Yeah. They've gotten to the job that they wanted to get to, and yet they're still complaining about the same shit because they're trickling the roaches from one apartment mm -hmm. to the next. Yeah. You've got to fix it. It starts here. It starts with you. Because you know what? It trickles over from your job to yeah. your relationships. Yeah. To every other aspect of your life, yeah. to how you treat your children, to how you treat your girlfriend, your wife, your husband, your, your boyfriend, your neighbors, yeah. your co-workers. Because yeah. half the time it's not your co-workers. It's, it's you. you. This is a demonstration. But it's sad. Because and if you think it's not you, it fucking definitely is you. Because it's sad for me because 
I'm in a position where, in my life, unless they ask, I don't give back. 27 seconds remaining on the... Yeah, what was it? Yeah, if they don't ask, I don't, I don't give anymore. Yeah. Uh, before, I used to just give it. I didn't care. Yeah, I used to do that, too. I used to just... But I'm realizing that... Let me help you out. Yeah, I'm realizing that it's just falling on deaf ears. Deaf ears, you know. Absolutely. Uh, pause real quick. On Instagram, we'll get you in a second. Instagram, Facebook, just hold tight. We're going to we're gonna reset this thing on Instagram so we were continue rolling. We're not cool enough to have a longer than an hour video. Oh, we're fixing it right now. I don't know. If I have the live button, it'll probably help. But that's what we're talking about, the mindset. You know, hey, welcome back. Welcome but, Instagram. You know, this is just, it's good to be ambitious. The one person I'm talking about is she, they are super ambitious. <laughs> they are super ambitious. But if you're not, if you, if you're not aware of who you are, and you don't have a clear-cut goal or idea, let's say, let's stick to the relationship aspect. If you don't have a clear-cut idea of the type of guy that you want, or type of girl that you want, then how the fuck can you chase it? Yeah. But even beyond that, you've got to become that person that will attract that one you want. Right? You can't sit there and be like, well, I want this, 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 and that, and be like, and you can take me how the way I am, motherfucker. Nope. You've got to nope. have those attributes that will attract those things, those jobs, Taper it down. those skills, those... I mean, not to lower your standards, but you've, you've got to raise your standards to meet the type of person you want to attract and be with. No, I'm not saying whatever. lower your standards. I'm oh, saying sorry. taper down your attitude. Ah, there you go. Okay, sorry. I'm because sorry. a lot of people, they... This is uh, a demonstration we, of wire. We know one person who's related to you. I'm not going to say names. <laughs> but the standards are so high, and they don't realize that you're asking for top grade beef, yeah. but you yourself are ground beef. Well, yeah, their standards are so high, but they refuse to raise their standards to meet the standards they expect of the other, and then they wonder why there is nothing that can right. that, that will be attracted to that. You get what you put out. Absolutely. You receive what you give. Yes. You have to understand that. A demonstration. Well, I deserve the best, and so does the other person. Yes. You've you got to be that to them. It's a relationship, not a dictatorship. If that's the case, they've got Susie's in Hawaii, and they've got a lot of other fun stores down I, here. I, I think Northwest is taking people. Where all you got to do is just buy a couple batteries. You hey, don't forget to sell those rechargeable ones. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Ikea. Ikea. Those things last a long time yeah, in batteries. That's pretty good. That's the only relationship you're going to have. Or with alcohol or with the drugs or yeah. whatever else you do. Or shopping. Yeah. You know, I know a lot of people, a lot of girls that have relationship problems because their expectations are too high. They want the unicorns that jump in the sky and, and have a farm full of rainbows and clouds. And fuck you. It doesn't <laughs> work that way. Yeah. Yes. Yes. You know what, too? I had this conversation with my wife the other day. And... And I kind of recently learned about this, and I never, ever thought about it before. That's why she said, why I felt like that. <laughs> Inside joke. Go ahead. This is a demonstration of Wirecast. So, with relationships mm -hmm. and, and, and significant others and whatnot, what we've, what we've come to learn and expect is this one person 
is going to be everything for us and to us. And this is how I come to the relationship. My glass is half empty. And just you, better, you're going to fill this to the top. That's just not fucking true, man. Back in the 50s or 60s, we were fed this bullshit that this one person is going to be everything for you. They're going to be your best friend. They're going to be your lover. They're going to be blah, blah. It's not true, man. And that's the problem we're facing now with this, with mo with a lot of relationships. When you feel like, you know, you're not you're not loved, you're not being heard, whatever. That person's not your fucking best friend. You go get a best friend that you can talk with and have different. Kind. I I have I have him. We have our times and conversations, and that's what this relationship's for. So we can have a different type of conversation, different relationship. He's gonna fill my glass a little bit more. My wife's going to fill my glass in a different way. My kids are going to fill my glass in a different way. My other friends are going to fill my glass in a different way. And then my life will be full. My cup will be full. Not one person's not going to do this. And you expect this one person in your relationship to just be everything for you. And then you wonder why you're so, you're, you're, you're lacking something. You're so um, unfulfilled because you're expecting too much from one person, you know, and, and, and also if you don't have that shit within yourself worked out. You, you, you're not going to go out and buy a new fucking coach Gucci bag and shit. That ain't going to solve your fucking problems. You'll feel good for five fucking minutes and that shit's gone because you don't have the shit within you. You don't have people around you to fulfill each part and desire and, and need that you have as a human being. I just want to say that. Well, I mean, I, I agree with most of that. I mean, uh, I also understand that, you know, your relationship with your significant other you know, you have to relate. Yeah. And there are going to be relationships where it grows into uh, your best friend. It grows into, you know, something that's worth, you know, long-lasting. Right. You know, but it, to each his own. You yeah. know what I mean? But if you expect too much from one person to fulfill all your needs and all your desires, that's just not realistic. Well, I'm going to say it in a different way. It's... it's you If you're not expecting... Uh, if you're not establishing parameters for the relationship and you're focusing more on what that person can give to you and not what the relationship can give to you, then that's where the problem stands, right? right, right. You have to understand that in a relationship, you want to get to that uh, symbiotic feeling yeah. where you guys know each other really well and have nothing but love for each other every day. Where no matter what happens at night, the next morning, you're both happy to see each right. other. But it takes a lot of work. It takes yeah. a lot of communication. It takes a lot of of give and take because it is it is a partnership. It is a relationship. But it's also a lot of understanding and communication. It can't it's be one way. And it's a continual cast. growth thing. Yeah. But to each his own on how they define what that relationship is. Right. But at the end of the day, if you get into a position of getting married... It's a commitment. Yeah. And it's not a commitment like a job where, oh, you know what, I'll do this for a little while and I'll go to another job. Mm -hmm. You know, if you're going to be all in on whatever you do, you have to be all in, which means the love, the care, the honesty, the respect, the responsibility of the relationship, the pride, the ego has to go. Mm -hmm. You know, that's leveling up standards in a relationship. If you really love this person that bad, then you cannot go in there with, with your own limitations. Uh, uh, and, and your own anchors. You have to be willing to lower your walls. You have to be willing to uh, pull back your limitations so that way this person could have a chance to be one of your best friends. Mm -hmm. You know, could have a chance to 
to show how much they care for you. And it's going to be a bumpy road. It's going to have a lot of ups and downs. Uh, most of it stems from communication. Yeah. Uh, you know, different perspectives for different folks. And I go back to like I was saying earlier. You, you can't do these things expecting something in return. Right, You've right, got to right. do and give and be all you can be without any expectations that the other person is just going but to magically respond. That is that. where the problem lies. Yeah. In order for relationships to last a long time, you guys have to um, test the waters, mm -hmm. test the relationship waters for a very long time, in my opinion. This That's why a lot of relationships now go from zero to 100 to divorce. Yeah. Because they really don't know a lot about each other. They haven't been through enough hard times. It's kind of like success in life. Success never comes easy. No. You have to go through a lot of change, which stems from a lot of pain and and mistakes, mm -hmm. right? Setbacks, yep. disappointments. Yep. That's going to come along the journey. This but if you're not willing to face that and you cast. guys give up after the first argument or you don't establish, uh, you guys are tolerating each other too much, not establishing who you really want to be, who you really want to be or what, what you want out of them, then it's just setting up for disaster. And too many couples nowadays are are meeting, dating, and then within a year after having you know sex and consummating and all that kind of stuff, they think, oh, we're perfect for each other yeah. because she gets me or right. he gets me. Or, you know, we play the same video games or we do the same workouts or, you know, we're going to open up a, a yoga studio or whatever the case may be. You know, at the end of the day, it's it's a long-term thing that if you're not committed to it, it's not going to last. Yeah. Because you aren't willing to do your due diligence. You have to see people at their absolute worst to understand how to if you have the absolute best to deal with it. Yeah. And a lot of people don't. They just muscle through it. They just will themselves through it. Or you know what? I have to get married. Or you know what? Is it's it my time. Or you know what? Cast. I really do love her because you know what? She, she is perfect at night. It was a perfect date. That's one date. Yeah. You know, at some point the honeymoon is over, which means you guys got to take out the circus act, take off the makeup, and really understand, do I like her friends? Mm -hmm. Do I like how she acts? Right. Do I like her habits? Because right. that's a big problem with couples is habits. Yeah. Oh, I don't like the way she talks. Oh, I like the way she handled right. that. Damn, she's got a drinking problem. Mm -hmm. Oh, she is a bitch. And then it goes vice versa for the guy. Oh, all he cares about is himself. Yes. He just goes to the gym all the time. Yeah. Or he comes home and doesn't even help me with anything. Yeah. I'll just hang out with his friends. Yeah. You know? And then things change when you have children. Yeah. Because some guys will, and either or, a guy or a girl will step up and and share the responsibility of the child, yeah. or one one or the other is going to say, you know what, I'm just, you know, I'm going to go play basketball today. Yeah. I'm going to do my own thing today, right, right, right. and leave the other one. Anyway, <clears throat> then steps back to communication. <laughs> They're not communicating their frustration, their pain. Mm -hmm. So, a lot of the the relationships, the reason why they don't level up the relationship the because they don't establish the standards. Mm -hmm. They don't establish the parameters. They don't really get to know each other. They're they're willing to put up with the crap. Because they don't want to lose that person. Yeah. Is it really worth it though? Because you're sacrificing your happiness. You should never settle. No. You should never. And if you're at a point in your relationship like that, time to move on. Time, because time to cut, cut that. You're going to have a life 
however long it lasts, it's going to be extremely, extremely unhappy. But right. the sad this part is, and I talked about this last night, a lot of people want change, but they're too afraid to give up how comfortable their life is, even though it's painful. It's like those guys that get out of jail, have been in jail for a long time. Yeah. They don't know how to assimilate back into the real world. Yeah, you're stuck in that routine. And... Well, it's just scary for them. Yeah. I mean, you're you're told to wake up, shit, shower, eat. I mean. Well, they get three hots in a cot. Yeah. So they're comfortable. They got their friends there because, you know, 10 plus years, you got friends there. That's all they know. And half these guys end up going back because that's all they know. It's it's easier for them to come out here in the world today and try to make it. And the same thing with uh, 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 relationships and whatnot, right? Mm -hmm. You know, um, they're, they're too afraid to change who they are. Because they feel they're going to lose who they are. Yeah. Well, they don't understand that sometimes you have to be the caterpillar that turns mm-hmm. into the butterfly. You lose a little bit of gain some. You know, yeah. what you lose could be, you know, way less than what you gain. Yeah. But unless you're committed to the change, you know, and then there's, there's parameters with that too. I'm sticking to the relationship aspect. If they're telling you to change who you are completely, yeah. That's not a good thing. Right. Somebody shouldn't be changing you against what you want to be. They yeah. should be enhancing right. what you've got. Yes. And, and supporting your change towards your growth and being coming the person. Helping you, you become be. aware of of certain things that you do that aren't, you know, acceptable. This yeah. Because you do a lot of stuff. Like that. Yeah. Or or in right. uh in in uh in alignment with, with your goals or where you want to be going, you know. Right. Yeah, they should be accentuating that and pointing the things out. But hey, I thought you said you wanted to work out three times a week. I've only seen you be going twice. How can we get you to that third time a week like you wanted to do? And that all comes from leveling up your standards. Yeah. You, you have to understand what you got to give and what you got to take, yeah. right? Yeah. What you got to change, what you want to get back. Yeah. Um, and understand your brain is going to be your worst enemy. Cast. It's going to self sabotage you all day long. Because it's comfortable, and it's predictable, and your brain likes that. Right. We know what we're going to do today. I know how many calories I need. I know what kind of energy I need. I know what kind of sleep I'm going to get later. And it's and it doesn't want to deviate from that. Right. So it sucks, and you've got to once you understand that your brain is bullshitting you, and it's going to talk you out of it. Like, oh, you know, I should go to the gym today. I really need some rest. Most times you don't. It's just your brain saying, "Listen, buddy." I don't like this. Let's calm this, this down a little a bit. You know, or like, I, I'm going to do this change. Everybody's like, listen, buddy, like, that's going to be hard. And I don't know how many calories that's going to take. So let's calm this down a bit. Right. You've got to say, no, fuck you. I know what I'm after. Mm-hmm. And when you have that, you have, when, that's the thing. When you create those goals, like bring this back around, you create these goals and, and <clears throat> that, that turns into this desire, that turns into this ambition. All that self-talk and all this shit around you, it's just going to go away because you're going to be like, no, I don't, I, I don't care what I got to do. I'm going to break through this is a to get where I want to go. But when that desire and those things are strong enough, you know, that stuff will go away. But, but learn and understand that you're going to, your brain is going to sabotage you all day long. Yeah. So level up your standards. You got to, what are some, you have, you have some good tips on leveling up your standards? Well, yeah, basically with leveling up your standards, you have to. Understand it takes commitment. It takes consistency. Yes. It takes you having the ability to sit back and go, okay, what is stopping me 
This from is a demonstration becoming of who I want to be or achieving what I want. Mm -hmm. Who or what? That's the two W's. Yeah. Who or what is stopping me right now? Mm -hmm. And you have to be completely honest with yourself. Let's, let's, let's give an example like real estate. Sure. If your goal at the beginning of the year was to make a half a million dollars, right? And you know you have to sell 30 homes. Sure. Right. But you've only sold five. This is a demonstration of why. Who and the what? You. Right. Because that means you only did half the equation of the standard part. You've thought about it, you've wrote it down, but you didn't follow through with that yeah. because you didn't have commitment right. or consistency, right. which comes from ambition. Right. Right? Desire and drive. All yeah. those things fit into your standards. Mm -hmm. uh, uh, if you want to uh, stop drinking, stop partying what is stopping you from doing that is it this where you is live is it the environment the friends the family yeah. is it yourself right. it could be multiple things but you have to be yeah. completely honest and sometimes you have to talk to somebody outside of your circle yeah. that like i said is either doing what you're doing or doing what you want to do yeah. or can give you honest straight advice yes. to answer to help you answer the who and the what yeah now, once you figure that out, then you have to start writing down, and you need to write this down because you need to see it. Yes. This what do I need to do to, to get what I want, and how do I stay consistent on that? What are your action steps? What are you going to do? Right. And you got to write day. this thing down and print it out multiple times so that you can see it everywhere and remind yourself. If you're driving in your car and you're getting a little disappointed, whoop, whip it out, look at it. This is what I'm doing. Wow. Put your goals at first. Maybe not as you're driving. Yeah. <laughs> if you're parked. <laughs> yeah. But, I mean, does it, and sometimes you could self-record what you want yes. to do on your phone and Absolutely. have it played back to you. Yeah, I mean, those are different ways to level up your cast. standards. Um, if you're unhappy in your relationship, before you just go and make a crazy, you know, I'm Wyatt Earp, I'm just going to start <laughs> shooting everybody, you need to, you need to really look at who the problem is or what the problem is. Start with yourself. Yes. Look Always inward. start with yourself. Look inward. Yep. If you don't do that, if that it's like Monopoly. If you don't yeah. start to go, you're not going to fucking go around the board. Yeah. So you have to look at yourself first and do it objectively. Don't don't put yourself on a pedestal. This because most of the time, the problems lie with us. Cast. Most of the times, the problems lie with us because we're either selfish or we lack self-awareness. Yes. So if you can figure those things out and write those things down and be absolutely honest with yourself, then you gain absolute certainty mm -hmm. on what it is that's been holding you back mm -hmm. and, and how or what you need to do to obtain where you want to go. That is how you level up your standards, but it takes pain. Yes. This is you're going to have to cut people. More than likely, you're going to have to cut people out of your lives that you've been around with for 20 years. Yeah. 10 years, 5 years, your whole life. Maybe mm -hmm. it's family. Mm -hmm. But are you willing to do whatever it takes? How bad do you want that goal? How bad do you want that life? How bad do you want that abundance? Mm -hmm. That's standards. Yeah. Exactly. But don't let standards lead to selfishness. Yeah, no. Because standards in the wrong way could be like the movie Clueless, is a where the girls are continually judging people based on their own criteria of how they want people to treat them. Right. 
you know, just like we talked about, about five or ten minutes ago about relationships, how uh, a, a person has the standard for this other person, but doesn't realize that, that they themselves won't reach that standard, won't reach that standard yeah. either. Mm -hmm. If you're going to expect so much out of this person, you better damn well expect the same amount out of yourself. Just because like, they're going to expect the same thing out of you. Just like your your job and your career and yeah. your business, whatever it is, you know, you you want that thing, you've yeah, got to start with you. You've got to do it. Best. You've got to perform at that level. And before you can expect anybody to even recognize you for doing it. Right. And they can be like, well, if I got the promotion, then I'll be like that. You you won't. It's no, nope. it's bullshit. When I get rich, I'm gonna get back. You won't. Nope. It's bullshit. No. Nope. So if you won't do it now, you're never gonna fucking do it ever. Standards, rules you live by. Yes, absolutely. Rules you live by. And if absolutely. you're not doing what you're preaching, you're not living it, man. It's uh, like what I said yesterday, right? A lot of people, this is a demonstration you know, of go to church past. for the word of God, right? From the priest or the pastor. Mm -hmm. But they never go out and live it. No, they don't. And they wonder why their blessings haven't come through. Yeah. They wonder why the church is filled in mm -hmm. or their life is bad. Yeah. Right, it's, it's all, always every somebody else. It's always another. It's never with them. Right. It's it's always this person, that person. Yeah. But those who actually listen to the word and go and live the word, yeah. blessings happen to them frequently because they're not expecting this the blessings because they're too focused on living the word. It's the same mm -hmm. thing with your goals. If you're focused on living your goals, having the right attitude, mm -hmm. being self-aware. Blessings are going to come back abundantly. Yeah, absolutely, because you're fulfilled. You're you're chasing the right things in life that's making your mind, body, and soul fulfilled. But at the end of every tree, success, goals, whatever it is, the roots of all of that is your mindset. Yeah. That is where your it's standards are born out of. of your principles cast. are born out of. Your growth is born out of. It's your mindset. Until you flip that switch on in your head, until you're willing to make that commitment to be consistent on that change and to control your choices, you will never, ever have a tree that grows to its full potential. You will never. You're going to continually claw and scrape for nothing. You know, you have to understand that. So those guys that are chasing this financial of abundance. Cast. Stability, right? Sustainability. If you are one of those guys that are chasing every single multi-level marketing idea, good luck. You're never going to hit your potential. Get rich quick scheme. and You have to find something that you really believe in, yeah. lock onto it, stick to it, and ride the beast out. Yeah. Okay? You have to understand that. If you're not this willing to do that, of Wirecast. boom, success is gone. You're never going to taste the success. You're just like a, like an addict looking for the next high, yeah. right? Yep. You know, you're never going to get the sustainable high. Yeah, exactly. Right. Exactly. Choosing that next high. But you, um, you know, it. Your goals, your desire stuff, I wanted to kind of make this, I guess, I don't know. I feel like I, I want to make sure we're clear. Of why it doesn't have to be millions and a business or whatever. If you want to be a high school math teacher and that's what you want to do, that that's fucking great. 
You know, you want to be, you know, the owner of like a gas station. That's great. You know, don't don't let somebody else set your your standards or set your goals for you. Don't let your parents, your spouse, don't let these people hijack your shit, man. Follow like, your heart. Yeah, do what Follow do what guts. you want to do. I mean, and you know, a lot of times too, what people don't realize is they think they need to make like this exorbitant amount of money to live like live this way or feel this way. And a lot of times, it's a lot less than you really think you need. I think I think Tim Ferriss. And I actually, I know, I know Tim Ferriss. He's got this like little like calculator thing or whatever. I wish I could remember what it's called, but it shows you like um, if you calculate like what what you what you want, how you want your life to be, like what would it cost this a month for each of these line of items, and you kind of add it all up, like your dream life, and you see what you need a month. A lot of times, it's it's a lot less than you think it really, really is. I'll go to like, I'll go. To, you can go check it out. I wish you can remember what it's called. If you go to Tim.blog and you, you search for like um, life calculator or something like that or whatever, I think it'll pop up or whatever. Um, maybe just poke around his his site or whatever. But like I said, it's really it's really a lot less. And a lot of times too, what I found is as I've I've gotten older and stuff, the things that I got used to want, of they're just fucking things, and I I really don't care anymore. So I realized that it's not it's not the things that I wanted. It's it, it's the things I needed I needed to do to get those things. That's what I really wanted to do. But what I what I was, was focusing on was well, well, I want a Ferrari. So in order to get a Ferrari, I have to be rich. Well, I didn't really want to. I mean, yeah, I do want a Ferrari, but it's it's something different though. It's not it's not the wealth necessarily this I'm searching. I was you know necessarily searching for. It's the things that need to be done to get there. That's really what I was kind of looking for, you know. I, um, I've been kind of looking around at my life and things and, and like, do I really, what are these things? They're just things and a lot of them just sit around and collect dust and it's like, what am I chasing after? Like what, just stuff that sits around and collect dust, that's not, that's not what I'm after. And then, and then that brought me into this other thing the other day I was reading in the Daily Stoic this is a demonstration and of Wirecast. I wanted to to, to kind of read it quickly here. Um, I could, of course, now, now that I'm thinking about it, I can't find it. Where was it here? Is this it? Oh, here, here. Awareness is freedom. I think this is it here. No, that's not it. Like, this is a demonstration shit, of Wirecast. I was talking about... Oh, dang, what's that? I thought it was just the other day. Oh, fuck. Go check my Instagram or something. It's, it's on there. It's talking about, it was talking about that. I wish I could find it. I don't want to waste too much time looking for it. Um, it was talking about that. Like We spent all this time and all this effort, and we make all this money to buy things and to acquire things. And somehow that makes us feel better, or feel accomplished, or, or whatever it is. And I've been really thinking about that. And it's like, it's not the things. It's the steps and the journey that would that could get you those things. That's, to me, I think more what I personally am chasing. It's like becoming a per that person 
that can acquire those things. I don't have to acquire them, but those skills and those life lessons and those abilities to become that type of person, that's more what I'm after. This is a demonstration mm -hmm. of why our Yeah, it's just uh, too many people chase possessions. Yeah. It's the sad part. Yeah. And it's not about possessions. It's about trying to find that path to abundance. Fulfillment. What's really going to make you happy? Make others happy around you, right? You know, like we talk about paying it forward. Mm -hmm. You know, until you understand that concept of this is a that type of positivity, because it's completely different from the secret. Yeah. Then you're not really going to be on that path to abundance. You're always going to be 10 steps behind. You know, you're always going to be chasing. Mm -hmm. A thing that's not going to be reality, you know. So you have to, I guess, chew on all of that, right? Pull, pull it all together. What he's been saying and whatnot, and that all leads back to like we were saying, ambition and standards and this and that. But in order to get through all this of that, is a demonstration of why you know you have to acknowledge, I guess, certain things with yourself that you need to change. Mm -hmm. But you also have to acknowledge that you're not going to be perfect. There's going to be mistakes. There's always going to be setbacks. There are always going to be disappointments. And until you're ready to embrace that, you're never going to unleash your full potential. This because it's always going to hold you back. That fear. I, found, I think he found it. I found it. <clears throat> this living without restriction. The unrestricted person who has in hand what they will in all events is free. But anyone who can be restricted or coerced or pushed into something against what they will is a slave. Epictetus. Take a look at some of the most powerful, rich, and famous people in the world. Ignore the trappings of their success this and what they're able to buy. Look instead at what they're forced to trade in return. Look at the success at what success has cost them. Mostly freedom. Their work demands they wear a suit. Their success depends on attending certain parties, kissing up to people they don't like. It will require, inevitably, realizing that they are unable to say what they actually think. Worse, it demands that they become a different type of person or do bad this things. Is a demonstration sure, it may pay well. But they haven't truly examined the transactions. As Seneca put it, slavery resides under marble and gold. Too many, too many successful people are prisoners in jail of their own making. Is that what you want? Is that what you're working hard toward? Mm -hmm. Let's hope not. And that would just, I don't know, it's just stuck with me. And there was another one, a few... Maybe Meeks or someone's back talking more about those possessions. And understand these guys, these are wealthy people. You know, Seneca was a very, very wealthy man. He was a senator in Rome. Marcus Aurelius, he was an emperor of Rome. He could have anything he fucking wanted. And all they could think of was like, I'm not going to be enslaved to these things. These castles, this property, this slavery, all these things that I, I could easily indulge in. You know, it's like, 
do these things define me? Are they are they who I am? If they go away, what do I become? And they didn't want to be enslaved to those things. They want those things to be part of their identity, mm-hmm. you know, and and be victim to that. And then and then you know, everything in this house can go away four or five minutes. It's not hard. And then this doesn't none of this stuff defines me. You know what I mean? And and I never really thought about those types of things. You know, like accumulating these things and having this stuff and most times it's only a few minutes of this satisfaction of and it's cast. back to chasing the next stupid fucking thing mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so it's, it's short highs yeah it's a short satisfaction mm-hmm. but you have to go through enough setbacks and disappointments to understand the growth and the difference between what's actually bringing you short-term happiness and what's actually going to provide you uh, sustainable uh, happiness. Long-term fulfillment. And, and a lot of things factor into that. Uh, change in family, you know, having kids, getting married, uh, change in health to yourself or to a family member, parents or whatnot. Change in opportunity. Maybe your job shuts down government cutbacks, whatever the case may be, just bad economics. Uh, maybe you're forced into a position to take over a business or to start your own business. But you have to understand that it's a continual process. This is a demonstration but the base of, of that process test. is understanding and embracing the fact that things aren't going to go as planned. And do you have the capability to objectively look at things and pivot, you know, oscillate, move back and forth, mm-hmm. you know, be able to absorb and take it, you know what I mean, and be able to react to it. Adapt and overcome. It's like what we used to learn in karate. You can either take the punch and get knocked out, this or you can absorb the punch, and through your, your standards, the base that you have, that you've built in yourself, You'll be able to absorb the punch, which is going into the punch, and reacting and moving, and and it's just you know second nature to yourself. Yeah. But that takes work and practice and understanding that. We're gonna stick with the fighting thing. A lot of the great fighters and people that I've trained with and worked with, the first thing I made them understand is that in a street fight you're gonna get hit. This is a demonstration. Most guys don't think that. Cast. They think they're gonna go into a fight and you're gonna knock the other guy out. But the reality is a lot of them are afraid of getting knocked down. So that fear is causing causing them to be timid, to hold back, to not punch through, but to punch at. Mm -hmm. And they end up getting knocked out. But once I get them to accept the fact that you're going to get hit, and then I put them through a drill of getting hit, you know, I have them stand there, I tell them to close their eyes, this and I whack the shit out of them for 30 seconds with, with two boxing pads without telling them. But it gets them comfortable. Mm-hmm. And I tell them that, the, you know, like, what's the point of doing this exercise? And said, to get the fear out of you. Yeah. So now you know what a hit feels like, right? It's kind of like a, a Heartbreak Ridge. If you guys ever remember that movie, I'm going to pull one back from the past. Going back. Uh, uh, um, uh, what's his name? Clint Eastwood is in that film. And he takes over this crappy division of these guys that just not supposed to be Marine Corps members. And he tries to make them recon one of the best of the best. Right. And what he does is he goes off just out of nowhere and shoots a 
uh, a rifle off. And they all talk, and they're like, what the fuck is going on? And he goes, this, it explains the rifle, this is a blah, 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 blah. This makes a distinctive sound. When you hear this sound, you know what type of gun it is, right? right. And from then on, no matter what, whenever they heard the gun, uh, at one scene, the, the commander came out, and he, uh, Clint Eastwood fired the gun again, and everybody already knew the duck. The commander's like, what the fuck was that? They all stood up. Well, sir, that's a M16, blah, 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 blah. And he's like, what the fuck is going on? Because it's recognition. They've been through it. They're not afraid of it. And the point of that exercise that he talked about in the movie was it's to make sure these guys understand that being able to use your capabilities under fire is more important than just practicing or doing a routine. you got to perform. That type of job, you have to perform under fire. It's the same thing with fighting. You're either going to punch at or you're going to punch through it. Same thing with golf. Yep. You can either go through the tree of okay, or go at the tree. However you want to hit the ball. That takes critical thinking. That takes repetition. That takes <laughs> understanding that you've been through a lot. You've been through failure. You've been through setbacks. You've been through problems. You've been hit before. It's okay. You know, uh, people that suffer anxiety or... Or panic attacks it's because they're running from the problem if you run towards your problem and you tell your problem it's okay you're gonna be my friend I'm not afraid of you this it's okay is a demonstration it works of out but it takes practice it takes understanding it takes that bravery to understand that it's gonna hurt but the more I get used to this it's really not that bad and I can learn something from it that's the other part of <clears throat> disappointments and setbacks it's not so much accepting that it's going to happen and embracing it. The other half of that is what can I gain out of it? A lot of people don't objectively this dissect is a the issue. Of Wirecast. They focus on the surface level part of the issue because it feels better, it's comfortable for them to cry, mm -hmm. to complain, to feel sorry for themselves, to notch it on their belt. But if you actually took the time to objectively look at the situation and say, I understand the negative, but what is the one positive thing I can take out of this to <clears throat> teach me a lesson? They're never going to learn anything. Yeah. So if you really want to get better in life, you want to level up your standards, this is a you have to understand that of part of it is embracing pain and problems and disappointment and setbacks and mistakes. The other half of it is actually trying to extrapolate an answer from it that I can use as a tool mm -hmm. to better myself, to improve my game, right? Kobe Bryant, all-star game, first all-star game when he played against Michael Jordan. During the game, uh, when they were running back down the court, Kobe was asking Michael, how did you do this, this move? This is a demonstration of How do you get cast. people off you? Yeah. He, he was asking Michael Jordan for advice during the game, so that way he could beat Michael Jordan later on when they met up. Mm -hmm. Not too many guys do that. They're playing the game. They're there. They have an all-star. I'm just playing. No, he's there trying to get better. Yeah. Trying to get better. Think about that, right? It's yeah. always trying to figure out, through my ass kicking, <laughs> what can I learn from this, right? So you guys want to level up your standards? This you got to learn about disappointment and setbacks. And not to be afraid of the word fear. Yeah. The biggest words you're... Before you move on real quick. One thing I kind of want to drive home with this, what you were saying. 
when you're in the heat of the moment, when you're when you're in the battle, when you're in the thick of things, you never rise to your expectations. You you fall to your your training. So if you spend your 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 days training and leveling up and leveling up and, le- and continuously training and becoming, and your default will be this higher level. When you get in, in the shit of things, your default level is is so much higher than the those around you. So understand that. You know, you can have this great plan, but if you're not training, you're not practicing, um, and you're not going through scenarios, when the shit hits the fan, you're going to default to your training. Okay? You're never going to. I read this book, so when it comes time for it, I'm going to be prepared. You're not. If you're not practicing it, you're not doing it, you're not getting after it, you're not going to You're not gonna live up to those expectations you have. Yeah, I've learned that from karate. This is a demonstration. The of reason why we do so many moves repetitively, it's muscle memory. Yeah. And... You won't have time to think properly as the fight is going down because there's outside factors. It's actually internal factors. Your heart rate is going fast. Your breathing is picking up. Your mind is running at 100 miles per hour. Your vision narrows and all these things. Because you're worried about, oh, shit, I'm going to be in a fight. But if you have practiced an art long enough, it's going to be muscle memory. It's just going to flow naturally. We had... uh, this former person of ours, uh, he's a friend, I guess, I don't know. His name was Johnson. And uh, <laughs> one day, he, me and him were at my dad's house, uh, um, drinking, having a good time, talking story. And my dad is my instructor. Uh, he's he, he was my instructor, but my real instructor was Darren. Uh, I'm going to give him the respect for that. But anyways, um, Johnson was sitting there asking my dad, about uh, okay, if I if I'm in a fight, and what happens if I black out? Because I'm worried that if I black out, I'm gonna kill somebody. And my dad's like, okay, well, you know, how long have you trained? And John's like, well, you know, I train on and off here and there. You know, I just know some stuff, a little bit of kung fu, this and he goes, oh, a little bit. Okay, okay. He goes, you're not gonna kill anybody. <laughs> and then Johnson's like, well, you know, I'm really worried. I'm gonna black out. I'm gonna fucking really like just go off the go off the hinges and start. Cracking guys, knocking them out. And my dad's like, no. This is a Mostly because you haven't practiced your art long enough. Yeah. How many fights have you been in? Oh, I haven't been any. He says, I'm going to tell you this and be flat out honest. More likely you're going to get knocked the fuck out. Right. Because you haven't been in enough scenarios. See, in the karate classes that I used to train and teach and be in, I used to help teach the kids class and then I would be in the adults class where I was the kid and I'd get my ass kicked. But we do a lot of simulation. We do a lot of this put on the pads and fight. Of Wirecast. One, it eliminates the fear. Two, it's muscle memory. Yeah. You start taking the theories that you've learned and now you're applying it mm-hmm. and working through the bugs as you continually apply it. And this is three days a week, Monday, Wednesday, Friday. I'm at the rec center from 5 p.m. till 9 p.m. Okay, teaching and getting my ass kicked. But it taught me a lot about repetition, repetition, repetition. This is a demonstration because when you do something repetitively, cast. it's not going to change. You're going to be familiar without thinking that it's familiar. Mm-hmm. Second, somebody grabs you, you're already moving. Yeah. And it's good and bad, especially if you've, you know, learned karate from a long time ago. If you train in something for too long, 
you start to overreact to certain things. So if somebody just bumps you in the nightclub, you turn around, you, you shove them. I've done that a couple of times. Yeah. You know, they weren't doing it out of malice or intent mm -hmm. to fight. But now you've created a situation where now they're intending to fight. But it's just part of the process. And that's the key thing is process. Mm -hmm. You have to have the right standards, right principles, right parameters to build the right process. And to understand that during this process, it's, it's hard. It's going to take work. Look at Tiger Woods, for example. Yeah. Been away from the game for uh, about a year and a half because okay, yeah. of his back surgeries. And prior to that, he was struggling with that, not only because of his, his pain and the problems and issues that he had, his health. He was struggling with his golf swing because he had to change his swing. Yeah. But he understood through every interview, he said, I just got to stick to the process and understand yeah. that this is not going to be overnight. You guys are expecting me to be this overnight. Back to greatness. It's not. I have to, because he was learning a new swing. He had a different swing coach. Yeah. He was learning different techniques. He was trying to reshape the ball when he hit it according to how his body felt. Yeah. And he took a year and a half off, came back, and he's killing it now. Oh, he's murdering. He's this killing it now because of he took the time to understand the process yeah. that I have to be fully healed, number yeah. one. Heal up first, yep. Yeah. Number two, I don't need all these fancy swing coaches because I already got it in me. Yes. So he doesn't have a swing coach. But number three, he has worked the techniques that best suits his health mm -hmm. to become the efficient person he is over the last two tournaments. And he may not be able to, he said in this last interview uh, last week, I may not be able to swing it this the same way powerfully like I used to, cast. but I'm still getting the most out of it. He's not blowing his knees and back anymore. He's, he's learned a way to adapt, yeah. to oscillate, to move, to yeah. zig and zag, to continue doing what he wants to do. Now it's not about possessions. Now it's about love for the game. So you guys have to understand all of that, that the biggest words you got to fear is not fear itself. It is doubt. It is quit. It's the word cannot. This is a demonstration. Those of are very, cast. very limiting words that will keep you trapped internally. And you'll never taste the heights of your, your glory, of what you're supposed to be doing. So fear is actually good. It's a good thing. Anxiety is actually good. Okay? It's a safety mechanism. Yes. Fear can be a safety mechanism too when it's telling you, hey, you're doing something this really stupid, dumbass. <laughs> but fear could also be used in a different way. Like, you know what? These fears, if I analyze it, it just means that I know I can do it. I've just never done it before. Yeah. Same thing with anxiety. Anxiety kept you alive when the saber-toothed tigers were attacking you right. and the woolly mammoths were coming <clears throat> after you right. because that was natural predators. But since we don't have those natural predators and those guys, those things are locked up in the zoo now or in the wilderness, in the, in the Sahara, right, in Africa, whatever it is, maybe, we don't have those natural primitive predators. This is a now anxiety doesn't know what the fuck to do. Well, we, we've, we've, right? we've, um, We've come up with new ways to trigger anxiety. Well, that, yeah, we, 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 your phone triggers your anxiety. Your email triggers your anxiety. All these false things that have now taken up those old primitive emotions. But it also stems from um, a personal incident, right? Or or some place. Everything is always rooted to something. Yeah, there's something. Behind. And you have to figure out that root, and you have to 
be comfortable with it. And that takes practice. That takes training. You can go see a therapist. You can see a psychologist, whatever. Yeah. You can see a coach like us to help you work through that. But you got to understand all these little different things and these different nuances and, and, and embrace it all and use it to your advantage. Here's a little thing I like to ask myself when I'm having those kind of things. Is this a limiting thought? If so, let it go and make a new association. But it takes work. It, it takes a lot of fucking work. First of all, it takes work to recognize that, recognize what's happening, what's going on. This is why, why do I feel this way? Okay, what's, what's happening here? Where's this feeling come from? Oh, well, last time this happened, this didn't work out well. Or, you know, I've never been down this road, so I don't know what to expect. And all, right. all the worst things where I saw on this thing, I read, you know. So identifying that and then say, okay, that's great. I feel that. Okay. Now, what's real? Right. You know, what can I control? What can I do? How can I prepare? What's within my control? Mm-hmm. And focusing on what you can control and then working past that. Exactly. But that's, that, we'll, we'll, we'll talk more about the anxiety and, and all those other issues in another episode. Yeah. Um, but just to sum everything up, you know, if you really want um, to chase down your goals, you need ambition. And ambition is a simple formula. Desire, drive. Desire plus drive plus determination. Those three things. Boom. That leads you straight to your ambition. But you have to have a target. Yes. If you don't have a target, this is a you don't change your environment. You don't become self-aware. Nothing else matters. It, you won't hit it. No. You won't hit it at all. Uh, do you have any final thoughts or anything else on this? <clears throat> yeah. Um, so, um, I guess some books on the topic I would like to recommend. Um, the Obstacle is Away by Mr. Ryan Holiday. Um, uh, another good one I was I, I really like is uh, Earl Nightingale's reading on, Audi- on Audible. I think you might... Um, you should, I know on Google Music I have it. It's also available on Audible. I'm sure it'd probably be on Apple Music or something like that, maybe on Spotify. But Earl Nightingale's reading of Thinking Go Rich, like a really condensed thing. I think it's like 30 minutes or something like that. Um, it's really good. He there's some real good key points that he he um he takes away, he kind of distills down uh, some of Napoleon Hill's thoughts in Thinking Go Rich and stuff like that. Um, track one this is about is desire. Um, it's really, 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 you know, good. There's a lot of good things in there. Um, when I was when I was going through the show notes, I was thinking about ambition, all these things. Um, like memoir type things kept coming up to me. Mm-hmm. One I really, really like, Shoe Dog, uh, the but by, uh, by Phil Knight, the is about the creation of Nike. Un, un, unbelievable story. Also. Um, Eleven Rings by Phil Jackson about you know his um, six championships with the um, Bulls and then his five with the the Lakers and he also won I think two on his own as a player. Uh, he won I think one with the Knicks. One yeah, and, and then he, and he won he won eleven as a coach. Yeah, six with the Bulls and five with the Lakers. And then um, something that kind of wrap all this around and bring us together was um, Anti-Fragile um, by Nassim Talib. It talks about becoming resilient and, 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 this is a and being, becoming anti-fragile isn't 
isn't about becoming unbreakable. It's becoming becoming stronger with stress, mm-hmm. becoming stronger with the with these things. And it's a great book. Mm-hmm. It's a great thought exercise about becoming a better person and understanding. You know, things get stronger with with stress and with with trauma and, and these different types of things. Those are my recommendations. For book. Do you have any books that you want to mm-hmm. run with on this episode? All right. Um, and then, as always, we have a giveaway this week and, and for the next few weeks, actually, until um, until April uh, 4th at midnight. We're going to be doing a, a really long giveaway. It's going to be a really big giveaway. Um, we're calling it the... Um, well, I forgot. <laughs> It's the Ryan Holiday self starter pack. Ryan Holiday, yeah. Right, right. So if you want to set uh, the my, mindset starter pack, it's um, all of Ryan Holiday's books that um, foundational books. Foundational books. Uh, Ego's enemy, obstacles away. Uh, the daily soil, which we do readings from here, and and also the complimentary journal. So all four of those books, I'm um, gonna give away all of them to one person. So go to um, you can go ahead and enter on that. It's gonna be. At uh, the social chameleon dot show, and on Facebook and YouTube, you guys can see the link there. On uh, Facebook, uh, social chameleon dot show slash pick me. Go ahead and enter to win. Share it with your friends. You get more entries and in, in all those different things like that. We want to give away all, like I said, all for those books. It's the uh, mindset foundational starter pack that we put together. We think that's just going to be, you know, epic, th- epic thing there for you. And um, Justin, where can people find you throughout the week? What you're up to? Uh, tune in to uh, justinlook3.com. Um, should have a blog up and running this week. Uh, check out my Facebook page. Mostly every night I go on uh, midnight Mountain Standard Time, between midnight and 1230. Yeah. Uh, so if you, if you like what I'm talking about, just turn on the notifications for that. But I just do a daily chew. Just, uh, uh, it's, it's more or less just decompressing. Right. If people want to chit-chat, talk story, that's the time to talk with me. Um, yeah, go to my Instagram. That's about it. Awesome, awesome. Get us up there, but just check out our website, winthewarfromwithin.com. Um, you want to, you know, pick us up for or for speaking engagements? We do that. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, we can do workshops as well. Uh, anything to do with the mindset, personal development, business consulting, uh, even sports. Uh, you guys need help with this with uh, uh, the mental mindset on on golf or baseball or football, whatever it is, we do all of that. So don't be afraid to hit us up on there. And I, I would like to ask you a, a challenge. Um, I think it's really related to this episode. And also, um, now I don't I don't like to get into current events and policies and like that, but I think all of these things are kind of relevant. And the core message and this challenge I'd like to issue to you folks is stop being fucking sheep, man. Let these people control take over your, your your mind and your thoughts and you give zero fucks about what's real and what's true mm-hmm. and you just go along blindly with these things step up your fucking standards stop blindly following and listening to this bullshit that's going on around you become a better person become more self-aware you know, when you see something going on or whatever's happening in your world around you, take the time to 
do a quick little dive into what's 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 real and what, what's facts. Don't blindly regurgitate the shit you see on the fucking internet, on social media, and on the goddamn fucking news. Stop being sheep. Stop playing into this bullshit. Okay? That's my challenge with you this week. Take a step back before you make a decision. Before you get invested in this hoopla that's going on around in the world. Okay? And, and think what's true to you, what matters to you. If you don't understand it, do, do a little bit of, 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 of research before you just go along with the masses, okay? That's my challenge I'd like to issue to you folks this week here. Chew on that. That's actually really good advice. Any, any final thoughts before we close out here? Mm-hmm. I'm good. All right. I'd like to do a little, little daily stoic reading here. Before we end, end the night here. This is a demonstration of why The present rest. is all we possess. Were you to live 3,000 years or even a countless multiple of that, keep in mind that no one ever loses a life other than the one they are living. No one ever lives a life other than the one they are losing. The longest and the shortest life, then, amount to the same. For the present moment lasts the same for all, and is all anyone this possesses. Is a demonstration of no one can lose either the past or the future. For how can someone be deprived of what's not theirs? Marcus Aurelius. This guy's the fucking emperor of Rome, most powerful man in the world at the time. Understood he had to be in the present moment. Today, notice how often you look for more. That is, wanting the past to be more than what it, it was. Different, better, still here, etc. Or wanting the future to unfold exactly as you expect, with hardly a thought as to how that might affect other people. When you do this, you're neglecting the present moment. Talk about ungrateful. There's a saying attributed to Bill... Keen, I guess how you say his name, the cartoonist. Worth remembering. Yesterday's the past, tomorrow's the future, but today is a gift. That's why it's called the present. This present is in our possession, but it has an expiration date, a quickly approaching one. If you enjoy all of it, will it be enough? It can last a whole lifetime. And then chew on this little question about that passage here. What would it be like if I focused entirely on the present moment? People imagine what you're missing, man. Your fucking faces in your phone all day. And the conversations you're not having, the people you're not is a demonstration talking to around you. You know, a lot of these tragedies and different things can be avoided if we talk to our neighbors and... We're better people, you know, living living in the moment and being aware and self-aware of what's going on around you. You know, with that, I'd like to close out. You know, thank you guys for joining us here tonight. I mean, really, really do appreciate it. Uh, you can find follow us on our journey all week long at Win the War from Within on Facebook, cast. Instagram, and Twitter. As always, um, links to everything we talked about here tonight can be found at the social chameleon.show. Uh, until next time, you folks have an amazing time, and, and thank you so much for joining us. Okay, so have a good one.
Hey, one last thing before you guys leave. If you guys could like, share, and subscribe if you haven't already. Leave a review. We really want to hear from everybody. And have a great week.